Hello everyone and welcome to Jess and the Guest. My guest today is the hilarious, the talented, the amazing Mark Normand. We talk about everything from doing stand-up and touring during COVID to doing his Tonight Show appearance on the Staten Island Ferry. The last time I was on the ferry, I was throwing up. He's doing a Tonight Show appearance. We're equally successful, okay? He is one of the funniest people I know, one of the best joke writers. We talk everything from texting Jerry Seinfeld, opening for Amy Schumer, uh, dealing with Hollywood in general, just everything, internet outrage. He is one of the funniest and kindest people I know, and I'm so excited for you to listen to this. Hi, how yeah. are you? Hey, good. Thanks for having me. No, thank you so much for doing this. You're. I feel like you're doing everything right now. You're making everyone else look bad. You're doing so. Oh, really? I mean, it's just out of boredom and uh, sanity. If I sit still, I'll, you know, get sad. <laughs> I don't know. No, yeah, I can't relate at all. No. <laughs> um, okay, so I feel like you've done stand-up everywhere. I've seen you at heated domes, the ferries, uh, parks, rooftops. Is there a place you haven't done stand-up? Uh, wait, are we going? Is this it? Oh, <laughs> Sorry. oh it's all right. Um, this is why you're good at podcasting and I'm not a podcaster. Just no, like, no. Whatever. Keep it natural. I like it. Uh, is there anywhere I haven't done stand up? It's a good question. I mean, I've bombed so many places. So I, I, <laughs> I think, true. I think not really. I think I've pretty much done it everywhere. It's yeah. maybe not in front of my parents that much, <laughs> but are, are they still in new Orleans? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're diehards. They're never going away. <laughs> what was it like growing up there? I can't even imagine. It was fun, but again, it's a party city, so your friends come. They're like, this is awesome. It's so pretty, and the food, and the jazz. And I'm like, yeah, but you get to leave and then go eat a vegetable and, uh, you know, get a hug and a ride to school, whereas I'm like at a strip club in math class. I don't know. It was just it was almost too much of a good thing sometimes. How was the, the Staten Island Ferry performance? That looked amazing, oh, but I can't imagine. It was a nightmare. I appreciate it. But yeah, it was rough. Uh, basically, I want to do. I do the Tonight Show once a year, and so this year, obviously, pandemic, they're out of studios. So I said, "Well, let's do it on a roof, or let's do it in a field, or whatever we're doing now." Yeah. And then I said, "Well, why are we thinking so inside the box? Let's go outside and do the ferry." Yeah. And on paper, it was great. I got a crew together. We were all excited, and then it was just nightmare. We we had a drone ready. We we're gonna get this great drone shot of the the skyline and the boat. Yeah. And the ferry just went up, the wind caught it, went right in the ocean <laughs> and uh, or the river. So that was a that yeah. was a bummer. And then, you know, the wind was so bad. My you can see my hair is like fl flying this way and the sound was off. So we had to rejig the sound and it turned out weird. And we thought it'd be this special thing, but like two people watched it. So it was I guess it was <laughs> I appreciate it. But yeah, I can't imagine how hard that must have been, like even just the logistics and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brutal. No. So I know you started in New York. I started through UCB in New York. Did you ever ah. have like moments in New York where you were like, I'm done? Maybe not with comedy, but just like how hard it is in New York to live. Maybe, but I, I guess I was so young and stupid that I just thought, eh, this is what it is. I'm in New York. You know, yeah. if you're if you see a mouse in your apartment in New York, it's a bummer. But you're also like, hey, it's a New York mouse. All right. <laughs> it's kind of romantic. And I just kind of embrace the the sadness and the the guy shitting on the subway or the guy jerking off. You just kind of go, hey, it, this is the movie of my life. How crazy. Yeah. I'm in my 20s. So I just embrace it. And I had no plan B. So it was just, just keep going. Yeah. 
<laughs> Will you ever come to LA? Maybe. Yeah, I love I love LA. I used to I come I did come all the time. I love the store and the improv and all that. And I've done Conan a bunch and all the podcasts. But yeah, I hear uh, I hear it's pretty rough now. Yeah, that's why I'm quarantining with my family in Philly, which is why this is my background. This uh-huh. was the best background I could get here. Yeah, but yeah, it was so closed down. It was really depressing and. Uh, well, good for you for getting out. Philly's, Philly's <laughs> awesome. Philly's an underrated city, I think. Yeah, right. I saw you were just there and you were at Soul Joel's too. Yeah, you? yeah. I do Soul Joel's once every month. I mean, I love that that place. It's it's my time of the month. Did you have any worst like gigs in 2020 or 2021? Like, Oh, boy. Wow. I mean, I did a show in Central Park once and it was so bad that I literally heard a cricket. <laughs> like a real one. Uh, so that was brutal. But yeah, I mean, just <clears throat> most of the shows in 2020 were because that, that's when Corona was like, yeah. it'll kill you. You're, you're going to die if you go outside, you know. <laughs> and so everybody's in the park with a mask on in the sun, mosquitoes, you know, a bird shits on you. There's kids playing and it just it, they were all pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> so I just filmed them all and I made Park Normand or yeah. or uh, Roof Norman, whatever it is, just to like show people how silly this all is <laughs> it's insane. i mean you've Probably. seen these parking lot shows right where you, you perform and they're in their cars honking i mean it's yeah. a nightmare and, and then you can't hear them laughing so you're like are you bombing are you not bombing like yes what is, yeah yeah and no. they, they flash the lights and you're like i guess that's good if you're really killing you get the wipers <laughs> what have we come to <laughs> like yes get that i know Oh God. So I've, every time I've seen you, you kill, you're so good. Have you oh. always been this good? Like, was there ever a time you were bad? <laughs> I've never seen you be bad, so I can't. I, I appreciate it. I mean, maybe you see me in LA where I'm trying to bring the heat to, to prove that some New Yorkers can be funny and, you know, I'm trying to <laughs> represent my, my coast. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing shows down here. I bomb. I did an hour last night. I probably bombed for 20 minutes of it, just trying new stuff and working it out and we're all rusty. So yeah, a lot of bombing. I think bombing is part of it. Yeah, that's. Cr- I can't even imagine you bombing now. It's uh, it's it's uh, very it's very uh, it's it's common. It's very common. I bomb a lot, so I appreciate it. But you know, every now and then the the you know the the guy making the the basketball player misses. Yeah. Do you ever get crazy DMs from people or crowd? Oh yeah, I I get a ton of gay guys. <laughs> Apparently, I'm an otter or a twink or whatever whatever the hell I am. A badger, I don't know, but uh, I get a ton of gay guys just filthy dick pic <laughs> and dirty talk, and I'll do this to you. Come over to our side. I'll I'll go to town. So in a way, I kind of get what it's like to be a lady because I I see the how aggressive these dudes are. Yeah, I can't even imagine. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, okay, wait. So when I'm sad, I watch your new day in Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. How was all of that coming about? Like, did you ever get in trouble for that? Or I don't know. I don't know if there's no. a way to get in trouble. But. Well, Bobby Lee did it before me and basically like humped her. So like <laughs> I was just doing jokes. So uh, I touched her shoulder at one point, but I think Bobby Lee paved the way. So, uh, but that's the thing that I've done all these tonight shows and Conan's nobody cares. And then I did that thing. And it just popped. And yeah. that was out of annoyance. That, that was my whole motivation. It was my fourth one. It was 8 a.m. I'm hungover in Cleveland. So I'm just like, I'm just going to make myself laugh or just try to be me for a second. And yeah. she was so great. She should, she doesn't get her due. Like she's a pro. She was acting more 
put out than she actually was. She was just rolling with it. She knew I'm the straight person. You be the funny one. And she's a pro. She's, she's like an underrated comic genius, that lady, Natalie. <laughs> what? So I know you did Conan six times, I think. Like, how was that? I can't even imagine doing that six times. Such an impressive... It, Oh, thank it, it was cool. I mean, I, I did it once and it, it was so hard to get on the show because, you know, when you're when you're starting out, you're nobody. So you keep sending all these tapes. And eventually I sent one in and they were like, all right, we can work with this. You know, they fly out and it went so well that they were like, we'll have you back next year. And that one went pretty well. And then it was just became an annual thing. And it was that that's really what you, you hope for in, in showbiz. Like you do well and they reward you with more stuff. And yeah. it's not like you fit this mold or you, you're hot right now, or you got some heat. It's, yeah. it should be, you know, Hey, you killed it. Come back. Yeah. So that was, that would, that meant a lot to me. Oh, do you want to uh, go into acting too or anything? No, I can't act. I'm a horrible yeah. actor. I, uh, I feel silly doing it. It's all <laughs> insecurity. Everybody knows I'm not actually crying and that's all I can think about. I know. <laughs> the groundlings and they're always like act better. Like, what are you doing? Like, I yeah. don't know what I'm doing. Right. Right. I know. And, and we're the weirdos. They're they're just doing their job. But I just yeah. it's not in me. Can't do yeah. it. <laughs> but I also saw you won like every it was like I, I'm going to butcher it, but it's like Comedy Central, like to watch comics to watch like every single thing you could win. Do you just have like certificates or trophies everywhere of these? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I have them in a box, but my girlfriend's like, if you take those out, I'll kill you. They're so sad. <laughs> I have all these, you know, Conan me on the wall yeah. framed hugging. And uh, she's like, ah, this is so gross. And I'm like, ah, you're right. So I, I keep it, but it's in a box. <laughs> she sounds like healthy and normal. I'm, I'm yeah. like, show it everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. She's very normal. It'd be weirder if she was like, put it everywhere. Like she's some kind of mom, you know, know. Get, get the, we'll do a shrine to you. All right, Jess and the guest listeners, as someone who is currently quarantining with their family, I've never needed therapy more in my life. I feel like everyone could use that. And luckily, there's a place like BetterHelp.com. Again, that's BetterHelp.com. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And uh, Jess and the guest listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Jess and the guest. This will help you with everything. It puts you in touch with a licensed counselor within 48 hours, which, dear God, we all need that, <laughs> truly. So again, that's betterhelp.com slash Jess and the Guest, and you'll get 10% off your first month. I heard you follow Jerry Seinfeld. How did, did, did you have to do that? Or <laughs> uh, I did, yeah. I was doing a showcase at a club in New York, and uh, they're like, oh, you're getting bumped. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, who is it? You know, maybe Gaffigan or somebody. Yeah. And they're like, it's Seinfeld, who I was like, Ah. <laughs> so he goes up and he does pretty well. He's trying some new stuff. He's messing around. And then he got off and it's so cool. Cause he's just a regular guy and he treats you like a comic and he goes like, they're not great. You know, this crowd's a little chatty, this there. And you're like, I'm just like, he's talking to me, but I, I'm, I'm trying to retain it. But here's the thing. And I hope he never hears this. He's out in his mansion on long Island, driving a Porsche all day, you know, eating caviar, but I'm in the trenches every night. So I, I went up there and did some shucking and jiving. I, I brought the heat. I, pl- I played the hits and it went really well. And he actually happened to watch wow. and he, he was like, Hey, let's go hang out. That was a funny set. And I was like, so then, <laughs> then we, we, we hung and I got his number and uh, then I opened what? for him about a year later. Oh my God. That's so Unreal. crazy. Yeah. Unreal. <laughs> was that like the best night of your life? Best night of my life. I walked around and here's the even craziest part. This is how, cool he is 
he got my, I got his number. I said, I'll never text you. Don't worry. I'm not that guy. And he goes, no, no, text, text. I was like, all right. And he, as a joke, I was walking away and I go, Hey, I got a tag for that bit. <laughs> like, I'm going to give you a tag, me, yeah. give you a tag, this comedy legend. And he goes, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at home telling my gal she's in her underwear. I'm watching, we're watching, you know, 90 day fiance. And the text comes in from him. And I was like, ah. Oh, my gosh. So he goes, what's the tag? And I go, oh, my God, I was joking. But now I had to come up with a tag on the spot. <laughs> like so much pressure, but also the coolest oh, thing ever. <laughs> coolest thing ever. And the tag sucked. And I could tell he hated it, but he was nice. And he was like, ah, oh, it's not bad. Ooh. And then we just got to talking about comedy and super cool. Because you have opened for such, like, huge people. Like, uh, what did you learn from all that? I know it was like Amy, Jerry now. Like, Yeah, well, Jerry actually sat me down. I did four shows with him and the first two went well. Yeah. I didn't kill, but they went okay. And he was like, can I give you a couple things? I was like, please, please. And I was <laughs> bracing myself because I'm such a sensitive douche. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he was like, look, this is a theater, man. I know you're a club guy, but this is a theater. You got to get out there. You got to move. He's like, you're standing in one space like a like a comedy club comic. You got to move and use that space. And I was like, all right, all right. And I applied his notes and he was completely right. I was, by the end of it, I was murdering with the same material, but because I used his notes, it was a uh, night and day. Wow. Yeah. I wouldn't have even thought of that, but yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, very, that's why he's very smart. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Yeah. Are you shows too right now? And like doing all that kind of stuff, like going for TV shows or any of that? I'm pitching uh, two things right now and they're, they're looking pretty good, but I mean, you're in LA, you're in Hollywood. Just the yeah. pitching process is such a nightmare. Yeah. You know, yeah. because uh, you gotta, you gotta like come up with it, then package it, then pitch it. And then a production company goes, we like it. Let's take it out. Then you got to go out with them, come up with another pitch. And it's just so many steps. And which is why we got into stand up or, or <laughs> writing is because you're like, I write a joke, I do it on stage. I rewrite it. I do it on stage again. This is like so many things that it drives me nuts. And it's like a three year process just to get it made. And oh. then who knows if they'll buy it. And then it just keeps going. These suits are such dweebs and cunts. Yeah. And they're so they're so uh cowardly you know because i get it it's a job they're trying to make money but that's why we have a new marvel movie every two weeks because <laughs> they, they make money so they put them out but they all claim to i love uh richard pryor and i'm like you would never hire him now know, <laughs> you know this old black guy talking about pussy farts what are you kidding <laughs> you would never hire that guy but i don't know they, they drive me nuts and it's like you said they, they have no business being in a creative field and yet they're telling you what to do or what's good yeah. or what's appropriate it's it's a, it's a nightmare yeah no why youtube is killing it i well that's what i was gonna say so i just checked out out to lunch again it's almost six million views like that's insane like yeah how I, I appreciate it uh that the whole thing's very surreal i i can't every time i look at i'm like i can't believe this is working because <laughs> so many things in this biz just you, you have so much faith in it and it just falls flat. Yeah. And this is actually still growing. And it's it's good because it's not it's not about heat or like this is the hot guy right now. This is the hot girl right now. It's just like people seem to like it, so they're watching it. And that that means the world to me. Yeah. How long did it take you to do the special too? Because, I mean, I felt like every joke in it could be a closer. Everything was so good. Oh, thanks. Like, wow. Great. So I was like, how did you, for me, it would have taken years to do. So I'm like, how did you do this? It took years. Don't get me wrong. And and a lot of that bombed on the road many times. So comedy's so weird like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, but 
did it for years, kept trying to sell it. Like I'd, I'd go to Denver, it would go well. And I'd, I'd be like, we're gonna film this one. We film it in Denver, it would kill. We'd send it to Netflix, here it is. And they're like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, blow me. We're like, okay. And then maybe next year, maybe next year. And then eventually nobody would buy it. So I said, I bet if we shoot it and spend the money and actually you know, do it right in a theater, they'll buy it then. They're not yeah. gonna produce it, but I bet they'll buy a, a, a done product. And they still yeah. didn't buy it. So we just put it on YouTube. Yeah. And now well, I'm so glad I did. I know. I was like, you definitely did the right move. Like, thanks. Can I just say HBO is the best of the networks quality wise. Yeah. It feels like you guys handpick Netflix is almost this grab bag of like <laughs> throw a bunch of shit on the wall, see if some of it sticks. But you guys are like, no, no, let's just do this one. It'll be good. <laughs> well, I mean, Rob Schneider has a Netflix special. So, I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was like, how yeah. did this happen? Who approved I actually got the answer because I asked the same thing. I was yeah. like, what the hell are we doing? And they said, well, he's in these Adam Sandler movies that are rough, but they just make, they do crazy numbers. Cause I think people are like, oh, it's Adam Sandler. It's clean. We've heard of him. We'll watch this with the kids. Yeah. So he's in them. So then they watch the Rob Schneider one too. And it just gets good numbers, but you know, the art wow. form is suffering. <laughs> do you remember your audition for SD at the comedy cellar? I, I know do. It was a while ago, but yeah. Was- Jeez, I think that was 2013, but uh, oh, wow. I know, I know. I, I was opening for Amy Schumer at the time and she was really blowing up and we went from comedy clubs to theaters to arenas. And one day we're, we're doing a comedy club and it was just a regular old show, whatever, in Connecticut. And I drove her there in a rental car and she was like, I think I did a set and on the way back, that's what it was. On the way back, yeah. she was like, I think you're ready for the seller. And I was like, hey, you know, whatever you think. And she's like, I'll recommend you. And I was like, okay. And it was a Sunday. And that yeah. next couple days, she's like, you got an audition, 11 p.m., blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ah. <laughs> and she told me the day of. So I just ran. I went to, I called in a bunch of favors and ran the set, the five minutes, like eight times before I got on. Oh, smart. I, yeah. 11 o'clock turned to 1, 1 a.m. Then it was 1.30. Oh. And then I finally got to go on and. It went well, and I was trembling, and you oh. feel a little sheet after. It was a, uh, I, I danced around the city. There's been a lot of dancing yeah. around the city moments. Yeah. Oh. For me, yeah. Yeah, that's so nice to hear though, too, because I feel like New York is so hard to. Yeah. Get, but I'm like, oh, good. There's happiness somewhere. Yes. Every now and then, you have that happy moment, and you, you're twirling on the lamp post, you know, ah, and some guy's like, shut up, Dickless. You're like, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. So it goes away quick, but you get them a few every now and then. Yeah. Is it really hard being on the road so much? Like, I feel like you're doing so much right now. I'm like, how is he, how are you doing everything? <laughs> I, I enjoy it. I mean, I, I, I like getting up. I like doing an hour. I like hotels. I'm in a hotel right now. I'm loving it. Uh, I, I think um, variety keeps you, yeah. keeps you sane or keeps me sane. Like the same routine every day you wake up, you get out of bed, you brush your teeth, you have an egg, you have a coffee, uh, you know, and it's, what do I watch today? What do I do today? And I don't, I just like the hotel. It breaks it up a little for me. Yeah. Do you have any like pre-show rituals at all? Nah, my only thing is I'd like to look at the notes and get a shower in. Yeah. Yeah. Important things, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What, what do you look for in comics now? Like up and coming, is there anything you're like, oh, they have to push boundaries or they have to be great joke writers or good performance or just all of it? I just I just want jokes or or it has to be a little bit impressive yeah. because it's people are paying money and coming out and getting a babysitter. 
Yeah. And then you're just up. I hate these comics who are just like, what else is going on? How can I you blah, 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 blah. It's like, this is not about your day. This is not about you venting. This is about a performance and a show and you're an entertainer. Yeah. You know, people are just like these agreeance comics, like racism is horrible. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I saw that on bumper sticker. Yeah. Why am I paying money to hear you say it? If you're like me, you have no time for breakfast. Trust me. I get it. And finding something healthy can sometimes be really difficult. So use Magic Spoon. It's this great cereal. It is low carb, high protein, and Jess and the Guest listeners get 10% off. Again, that's 10% off. Use code Jess and the Guest at www.magicspoon.com. I feel like your set always flows so well. And I feel oh, like sometimes thanks. it doesn't, like other comics maybe don't have that skill. And yeah, how did you learn how to do that? Or is it well, just did- a natural? That's a good question. I did a special, uh, Amy Schumer produced a special for me in yeah. 2016 on Comedy Central, which nobody saw. I didn't, I didn't think it was that good. There was a couple great jokes in it, but as a whole, I didn't think it was that good. And I remember being like, man, I got some pearls in there, but it's not yeah. that great of a special. And it was because it wasn't constructed well. The flow wasn't there. So this, the out to lunch one, I'm like, I want the good jokes and I want it to have a theme or an arc or a, a narrative going through. And that that changed the whole thing. Oh, no, it was great. And oh, then, thanks. So I know a lot of your friends, I saw this old photo of you guys. It was like Dan, Nate, you, Sam, like Joe. Yeah. Or, did you guys all really start around the same time? Like start? Uh, not really, but, uh, you know, you, you, you start to learn quick who the nerds are and you just kind of <laughs> stick together. And we were all raging alcoholics, but uh <laughs> Yeah, Nate was Nate was ahead of us, and then Soder kind of came out, came with Nate, and then or came a little after Nate. So then we yeah. we were trying to be friends with Soder to get to Nate, and then we yeah. became friends with Soder and Joe Liss. Is, Joe Liss is open for Dane Cook and all these guys. Yes. So they've all been around, and uh, I came in later, but I was obsessed with these guys, and I thought they were the funniest. And then me and Sam Marill were about the same, yeah, same class, and a couple other guys. So. But it was all about just like, oh, you give it, you give a shit about this. You want to be good. I want to be good. Let's let's do let's be friends. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, do you just pick friends like just that are gonna be really successful? You're like, you, all right, we're gonna be best friends. No, no, I just it's I guess it's kind of like you know, girls in high school will hang out with other pretty yeah. girls. So we're like, yeah. that guy's funny. I want to be friends with him, or she's funny. I want to be friends with her. And it wasn't about anything else. Just like we all want to be super funny. And yeah. also, when you meet a funny person, you're like, oh, you you're not crazy. Yeah, you you get into this business, you meet them, and you're like, oh, you just want attention, and you don't want to go talking to a microphone, and you have no comedy chops whatsoever. Yeah, uh, and I didn't want to be with them. Yeah, exactly. Do you? I don't know if this is just me, but when I'm like just living life, I'm like, oh, this is a joke. This is a joke. Like, is it yeah, oh, yeah. coming in your? <laughs> Always you take a break or like <laughs> like today. I'm not gonna do com- I don't know, I think, think about. That's- I think that's why I drink because I'm like I just need to shut it off for a second. But Roy Roy Wood Jr. had this great point uh, on an interview. He was like, uh, they were like, "How do you write? What's your process?" And he goes, "I'm always writing." And they're like, "Oh, you write all the time, every day?" He's like, "No, no. When I take a shower, I'm writing. When I'm eating a meal, I'm writing." Because you're like, "What's up with baloney?" You know, you're just thinking about shit while you're eating a sandwich or you're in the shower. Like, oh, it's weird when I wash my asshole with the bar of soap. You know, how does that go down or whatever? So you're always kind of writing. Yeah. We act like writing is this pen to paper thing, but it's so much more. Yeah. I also love that you drink. When I moved to LA, I was like, all right, guys, who's going to drink? And they were like, yeah. no, like, we're going to be sober and do jujitsu. And I was like, what is this? Like, I yes. 
yes what is that yeah i was like can we just drink like just one happy hour and they're like no <laughs> i know we're all insecure degenerates let's yeah. have a fucking cocktail yeah i went to my first like brunch and i was like ready to drink and they're like oh it's not an unlimited brunch like that's in new york like who does that like, uh, i thought everyone did that everywhere yeah but, yeah well, i mean we're trying to cut the uh cut the tension here you know i, I need some sort of liquid courage yeah i'm freaking out that you guys hate me i know i know and how are all your podcasts? You do so many podcasts too. I'm like, how do you, I, I just don't know how you have the energy to do everything. I'm like, I'm so impressed because I, I don't. Oh, like, that, are, it's, it's mostly guilt. I mean, I used to do a lot of labor jobs like furniture yeah. mover and janitor and shit like that. I was a construction worker, gopher for a while. So like if some guy goes, Hey, will you do my podcast at, at a, you know, 1 PM on Sunday? I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll do an hour. And <laughs> You know, sometimes you get a bit out of it or sometimes you you tell a funny story that you can use later. So I, I don't know. It just seems so easy. And plus with Zoom, it's like, how could I say no with Zoom? And what else would I be doing? I'd be scratching my ass on a, on a, on a couch watching, you know, uh, The Wire. So, yeah, why not do it? And I just feel wildly unproductive all the time. Yeah, no, same. Do you yeah. travel with your openers too? Like, do you have other people you're traveling with? Or I have a couple guys and gals. I'll I'll kind of rotate because, you know, I get it. I've featured for so long that I, yeah. you know, those those weekends, like, oh my god, I get to go to the Omaha Funny Bone and sit in the green room and eat a piece of steak and have a bunch of drinks and do a full show with a real crowd. Like, because we've all done open mics and all that shit. It's a nightmare. So yeah. I try to spread the love a little bit. Yeah. Well, hopefully I'll see you back at Soul Joel's. I'll be there. So let me know. I'm I can't thank you enough for doing this. Yeah. You're so talented. You're so funny. Ah, so Come I on, really appreciate it. You work it. for HBO. That's the dream gig. <laughs> no, you're incredible. Yeah. Are we thank done? You so it's much. only a half hour. You good? <laughs> yeah. I only do like a half hour because I'm like, I don't have the attention span. I feel bad. <laughs> I'm not like a Joe Rogan. Like, let's talk for hours. And, right. Right. Yeah. yeah. God, well, how is doing that? Too? You're doing everything. <laughs> Oh, thanks. I mean, I, I've done it a couple times, but it's been over a few years, but uh, it's the coolest, but yeah. it is a, it is a weird thing going 5 million people are hearing this, 10 million <laughs> people are hearing this, you know, you're thinking that the whole time. So when you actually let go a little bit, yeah, it's it's like, oh, oh my God, I can't believe I'm, you, you like click back in, you know, you sometimes yeah. you, you slip into the comment and then you click back in and then that's when the conversation is not good, ironically. Do you feel the pressure to like say, I don't know, say the right thing all the time or? I do. I definitely do. And I have friends who've been canceled or whatnot. And yeah. uh, I, I I try to just, I've noticed that if you keep it as jokey as possible, yeah, you can kind of get by. And, you know, I'm, I'm not running for mayor. I'm I'm a clown. <laughs> I'm an idiot. You know, I, I'm just trying to get yucks out here. And I like dark humor. We just had like a, a group of 18 year olds come to Andrew Dice Clay at Soul Joel's. And that's <laughs> how it was. Yeah. And they were in the front row. And it was just like, the whole time yeah. I was like, oh God, oh God. And they were just like crossing their arms uh, and very angry. And yeah. yeah, it's, it's, I get it. And look, I get it. The, I'm all about progress and all that, but like, we're, 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 we're idiots. We're, we're trying to make <laughs> jokes and we make jokes about horrible things and we make light of it. And I just, I don't understand that, that life choice. Like it's weird. Chad Daniels has this great point. It's like, he tells a joke, half the crowd laughs and half the crowd groans. And yeah. he's like, it must suck to be you because your life is, ultimately worse than their life yeah they hear a, a joke and enjoy it and have a good time and you hear it and get upset yeah so your life is just shittier because yeah. your brain goes to a, a shitty place and theirs goes to a happy place yeah 
I did this just joke about like how I'm going to butcher now, but it was like Jack Black is the one like black life that doesn't matter. And I, people were like <laughs> sending me DMs of like, I was like, you didn't even read it. You just wrote like, I was like, he's white. Like I just kept, and I was like, what am I yeah. doing? Like, why am I fighting with these people about yeah. some stupid yeah. joke? What do you but, think that is? Do you think that, do you think they actually care or does it give them a personality or do they feel better about themselves if they yell at you? What do you think? Yeah, that is? I feel like it's attention or I, I don't know. Like, I would never yeah. do that to someone. So I'm like, I know. Oh, maybe that's because we're like healthy people, well, health, normal <laughs> people. I guess. Yeah. Normal as you can be, but it, it's fascinating. It's kind of all flipped. Like, <laughs> like it's weird how in Portland, cocaine is decriminalized, but you can't say yeah. retard. Yeah. You know, it's weird how drugs, when I was getting drugs were like evil. Hey, we got yeah. the dare program, oh, you know, yes. say no to drugs, but you could call a guy a, a, a Oh, yeah. thing or whatever but now it's like you can't say the word but let's do heroin yeah i don't know it's very strange how it, it just everything went 180 yeah no i, I don't get it yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to have fun we're all gonna die one day i know yeah i was like do people not see this like why but i know i feel like you should run for mayor or something <laughs> ah, what are you kidding <laughs> be oh, better at uh... <laughs> be well, well, yeah i just don't and what do you think about when because you're in the business you're literally nine yeah. to fiving in showbiz yeah what do you what is it when people go that ah, cancel that's that's a made-up thing i'm like it's, that's all we talk about look at the guy from the bachelor look at the guy the gal from uh star wars they're they're yeah. fired but yeah. no great great questions great hair and yeah <laughs> sorry i'm, I'm rambling every, here every time i do these i'm like oh crap i really need a haircut i'm like why because nah, yeah. that's cool go long <laughs> But yeah, uh, I'm trying to think with the cancel thing. I don't, I don't really believe any of this. I don't know. Yeah. It's an odd phenomenon. It's a weird thing to put your energy into. We have one life. We're on earth for one little blip and we're going to worry about Mr. Potato Head. It just yeah. feels like it's a weird, I think, you know what it might be? It's, it's, you don't really see poor disenfranchised people yeah. complaining about this. It's, it's, it's a, it's almost a privilege to have that kind of time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, but yeah, I feel like everyone in LA is getting canceled, but then they're still trying to pitch shows too, and they're people are hearing them. So really, what, yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen with the future or anything. Yeah, but. and I, I get like obviously Cosby's a fucking lunatic and a and a scary guy and uh, Harvey Weinstein. Like I'm not people. Sometimes yeah. they just go to extremes. They're like, "You're supporting Cosby." I'm like, yeah. "No, Cosby's a psycho who should be in jail forever. Give him the chair. I don't care." Yeah, yeah. but, but I'm, I'm just talking about you know. I don't know. The guy from The Bachelor made a point. I mean, you're yeah. gonna call the guy. He's on a show where we're we have women vying for the love of a black guy. Like, could you yeah. get more progress? That we're, I know. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. Yeah. All right. It doesn't make sense. To me. Yeah, the whole world doesn't <laughs> make sense to me right now. But and then I feel I, like you go to a cocktail party and you bring this up and people are like, "Oh shit, who brought yeah. the weirdo?" And you're like, "I got it." Yeah. That's why I feel like you handled just as soldiers, like bringing up politics, but you did it in such a great way where like unified the audience. Oh, thanks. thanks. Keep it silly. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I had made the mistake of making a Republican party joke and I like got food and I was like, okay, I forgot I'm not in LA. Like, oh, wow. Not New York or LA. It was just about like Mel Gibson, not if he could get canceled, he would go to the Republican party with like anti-Semitism and hatred of women. Uh, It was just like some. 
but people hate it. <laughs> it was like, oh, oh really? But that's fine. I mean, see, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like that either. Because if you're gonna laugh at this, you gotta laugh at that. You know, yeah. I'm all, I'm all for nothing or all yeah. or nothing. Yeah. So where are you? Now? You're in Cleveland? No, you're not in Cleveland. You're. In... I'm in a Raleigh, North Carolina. Not bragging. Oh my God. <laughs> Hey, I'm quarantined with my parents and my room was turned into a gym. So I literally have, I'm in my sister's childhood. Ah, that's hilarious. <laughs> this is, and I'm like way too old for this. I'm like, what am I doing? My life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All good. All good. Here. So you're, you're killing it. Oh, but, thanks. Yeah. Well enjoy Philly, I guess. I mean, <laughs> better than LA. So have fun. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. for You're so funny. You're so talented. Can't wait to see you perform live soon. So thank you for everything. I really thank you. That. Thanks for yeah. thinking of me. Thanks for having me and praise Allah. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. See you. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Jess and the guest. Please like subscribe. You know the drill. All right. Tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. And thank you again.